We are loud, obnoxious, and completely inappropriate. Viewer's discretion is strongly advised. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Camping with Lenny. So today I want to talk about lessons learned from my last camping trip. The reason why I'm doing another lessons learned is I decided that uh, every camping trip that I go to, I should do a lessons learned. So you learn from my mistakes and you learn tricks from the stuff that I learned throughout the, the trip itself. So... Let's go straight into this. Um, so let's talk about the park itself. Uh, park Barwell is at a, well, it's just about two and a half hours to three hours west of Toronto. Uh, to get there, it's a little, uh, we'll, uh, to get there, it's actually pretty simple. It's literally the 401, then you zigzag your way down south to Port Barwell itself. The provincial park is actually it's just minutes away from the uh, from Lake Ontario, so it's actually a pretty nice location. the um, The park itself feels brand new, so uh, it's uh, everything is, feels newer compared to other parks out there. Um, the The site location that I got was perfect, to be honest with you. It's not perfect, but it's perfect enough that uh, if you're solo camping, it's pretty secluded. It's uh, You have your own practical driveway going into your campsite. The um, the ground itself is um, a mixture of uh, grass and uh, compact um, uh, sand and um, ground. In other words, it's like a very hard mud. But if it rains, it doesn't puddle up like a mud so it's pretty nice uh the driveway going into it it half of it is um is rock or 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 uh concrete pad so it's uh easy, easy to uh, to walk around as well the um <clears throat> the park itself uh, is uh, pretty interesting because what i mentioned earlier it feels brand new so uh like i mentioned in my last episode for uh for the park itself during camping <clears throat> When you walk into that place, uh, I was very shocked that uh, uh, everything was labeled. I didn't. Uh, I typically, I typically grabbed a map of the park, so I know where to go. But this time, well, not this time. I forgot to ask one, but everything was labeled. So it's like when you're driving in a highway and all the street, all the labels for your exits are actually glows in the dark. In this case, it does glow in the dark when it glows. Not close and dark, but it glows when you hit the light in it. So it's uh, it was easy to 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 get around it. And also, they labeled every single street or every single driveway where the park is, uh, where your where your site is. So you know if your site is, for example, ninety five. It actually tells you how to get to ninety five with those signs. So it was very interesting. It was very very nice. So I was very very impressed with that, and I'm hoping that. Um, <clears throat> That the parks uh, Ontario Parks will actually upgrade all their signage to reflect that, so that was um, that was very nice, and um, it was uh, it was easy to go around. I was very very happy that uh, I can go around pretty easily without any um, issues. So, 
The next one, on, uh, the next one on my list about the uh, about the park itself is actually the washrooms. The washrooms are very very clean. Uh, the site that I went to, there's only one washroom for the whole entire section where I am, and there was a lot of um, uh, sites to go to. the uh, The washrooms are very clean. They get washed uh, daily, and also they do have washer and dryers there to accommodate uh, long term uh, campers. I believe that this park is used a lot for long-term campers. For example, if you're planning to camp for, let's say, a week to two weeks, this place is, in my opinion, one of the best so far that I've seen. Uh, the reason why is uh, it's it, it accommodates uh, long-term camping um, vacationers. And uh, the reason why I'm saying that is, the, again, the amenities that they have, the uh, the quality of the roads, because you are... Um, plan if you're constantly driving it or riding bikes or anything like that. So even the washroom actually has bike racks that you um, uh, secure your bike while you're taking a shower or going to bathrooms or, or anything like that. Also, they do have washer and dryers in 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 the bathroom areas. Again, to accommodate long term um, long term stays. Uh, the park itself does accommodate RVs, trailers, and tents. But here's a little caveat on that. Typical some parks do separate the uh, the uh, the RVs and the the trailers from the tent section. In this case, everything's actually mixed together between RVs, campers, and tents. Typically, <laughs> typically I get bothered with that because uh, because of the the amount of traffic or the amount of uh, noise associated with rvs and trailers but in this case it's not that bad it was pretty good um there are sites within the the park itself that's massive the sites itself are really big so you can accommodate three or four tents plus an rv plus uh like a like a, a gazebo for your kitchen and all that good stuff because i seen when i was there there was tons of families that uh, were hunkering down for let's say for a week long or two week long um vacation so it was pretty interesting i was very very impressed overall with the uh with the variety of uh of size of the sites all the way to what it can kind of accommodate and all that good stuff <clears throat> With that said, though, I want to talk about powers versus a non-powered camping site. The power versus non-powered camping site is a little bit all over the place. Um, you can have a campsite that is like no power, but next door has power. And yeah, it, it's just kind of weird that uh, everything's just mixed together like that. Um, again, I'm used to having uh, one side is just dedicated for power, one side dedicated for non-power. So I'm kind of used to seeing that. But in this case, it wasn't like that. It was just a mixture of, mixture of everything because the same thing is for the uh, RV trailer and tent. Everything's mixed up, uh, mixed up, but mixed together. Same thing for power versus non-power side. So that was actually pretty interesting as well. Unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to see what kind of power that they have, but uh, uh, I'll see if I can find that. For, uh, I'll, I'll definitely check it out next time I'm there to see what's going on with that. Next is, uh, I want to talk about privacy. <coughs> Pardon me. Uh, privacy. Privacy is kind of weird in this park. Sorry about that. My throat's getting dry. Um <clears throat> See, that's what happens if you record live, right, guys? So let's talk about privacy here. Privacy is actually pretty interesting. Um, like I mentioned earlier, if you do have some sites uh, that actually has a driveway, then it actually opens up at the back 
right? Like the site that I have. Um, the privacy regarding regarding um, the amount of trees, uh, amount of for, uh, of trees or 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 brushes or bushes around your site is actually it varies. The one I have is very very uh, private. You can't I can't see my neighbors. They can't see me. Um, some sites though were open. You can actually see your neighbors like two sites all the way down. So it was kind of interesting. Um, the some site itself was uh, again it's open up, and some of them are very distance to each other, and some of them are not. Like like what I mentioned earlier, that um, my site itself was very very uh, has lots of privacy because there's a lot of trees, a lot of uh, bushes to cover my site, but I can you can actually hear my neighbors. Especially if they're laughing or playing music, you can actually hear it. That's uh, that's how close they are. You can actually hear them, but you can't see them, right? So, if I am relying on privacy uh, for this campsite, I'm definitely not going to go to this park because, again, they're too close to each other. Uh, you do have site uh, privacy, but uh, uh, noise vi- uh, privacy you will not going to get. You're definitely not gonna get that because again, it's just too, it's too close to each other. Some some of them, like for example, mine, um, the campsite in front of me, uh, is very open, incredibly open. So this means from a, it's literally a box, and one side is actually gone. You can actually that's how open it is, and uh, and I can see my neighbors from uh, when they're sitting setting up all the way to like uh, having dinner just enjoying their time there i can actually see them and it's uh it was a little weird because every time i pass by them to go to the bathroom i see their full setup i see exactly what they're doing and uh, with, with that stark contrast with my side my side is completely you don't even see it as soon as you park my car in front of the quote-unquote the driveway they, no one can see me right but the the one across me is open but here's the, here's the funny thing. But the next uh, the the site beside him, beside them, it was literally the same thing as a driveway. But it wraps around their campsite to the back of it. That's how weird it is. Like you drive in, you drive into like a driveway of a house. You drive in straight to you go turn to the left a bit, and this and this open sl- open area for your tent that you can fit like a two or three or possibly even four tents inside the site itself, and you, you and you get your privacy that you're looking for. But because of how close they are, you can actually hear them. You can actually hear the other people. So, again, privacy is there visually, but uh, depending on the side, but uh, voice, like noise privacy, like if you don't want to hear any other people, you're not going to get in this park. It's too close. It's definitely too close. And, um, And some sites that I've seen, because I did get a chance to drive around, are very very open incredibly open if you're looking for something privacy here this is not the park you're looking for if you are going to go to this park look for sites that's actually a little more privacy so you can actually search around and look around uh the map itself which one's best for your um for your needs but uh, definitely recommend for you guys to check it out and uh, if you're planning to bring an rv and you're planning to um to uh to stay there for long periods of time this is the best place to go because again, it accommodates a lot of a lot of style of camping. Plus, there is washer and dryers, just laundry facilities. You can't go wrong with that. And uh, I suggest uh, if you are uh, if you are bringing a, a 
camper in the uh, park. There is uh, potable water stations and a dumping station when you get into the park. So as soon as you drive in, there's actually a water stations, uh, like uh, potable water stations that you can drive into, fill up your tank. And after that, when you leave the park, the same side that you leave the park, there's actually a dumping station right beside the, the garbage uh, the garbage area. And so it's a very well organized park especially if you're if you need something uh like especially for being a camper if you're if you're van lifer this is a great spot if you're having an rv this is a great spot if you're uh, a tent camper it is a good spot but just be be mindful that your neighbors could be all rvs except you so just keep that in mind um store wise there is no stores within the park itself compared to some parks they do actually have a uh, a gift shop for example you can get supplies there and all that good stuff in this park you don't there is some type of um there is like a point of sale when you get into the park when you register you can get like stickers magnets uh, little small trinkets but there's really nothing there for you for for a big uh souvenir type thing but um what i suggest though if you are planning to buy wood a fire like wood there before you guys go into your site buy it drive to uh where the shed is where the where the uh, where the uh the the wood the wood pile is and just park your car on the side grab it really fast put it in and get out uh the reason why i'm saying that there's really no parking area for you to grab your wood you're sometimes you some people i've seen was, was when i was there is walking to the shed grab the pile and walk back to the parking lot where you register and so it's a it's a fair distance so if you're going to do that then i definitely recommend you to to drive your car to the woodshed then grab your 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 wood then drive to um to your site uh you can what uh if you're planning to be there as well too just be careful it is pretty you have to be careful with your fire uh the site that i have the fire pit was incredibly incredibly close to the uh to the bushes so i was very um uh very cautious about how big the flames are so just keep that in mind especially if you're planning to to do some fire um the fire pit is very very close to uh to the bush okay so here's the uh, the fun part i want to talk to you about oh pardon me um is the food menu the food menu i have for this trip is very interesting so the first uh because i was there for three days two nights so my food menu is very elaborate elaborate in the sense that the quality was elaborate the the style that I was eating was elaborate and the uh in the meals that i have so the first day that i the first night i was there was dinner time i had a bacon wrap filet mignon that was a very good meal incredibly good meal and uh I was planning to have vegetables like peppers and onions for that one, but and uh, and potatoes. Unfortunately, I forgot my vegetables for the trip, so I had to improvise. So I know I had uh, rice in the ca- uh, car for for some meals, so I ended up bringing extra. So that's a good thing. So I ended up having uh, filet mignon with rice because of um, well, again, it's uh, that's the only compliment that I have that night. So. I had that for uh, for dinner. Um, for beer wise, I had uh, Stella for beers that uh, that weekend. So it's uh, it's it's a nice different. It's a different beer. Um, so that's my first night. The second day that I was there, 
breakfast wise i had um i had bacon and rice reason why i don't have eggs that day because i forgot all my eggs at home like i literally forgot my eggs so so i forgot that so i just like you know what i have again rice as my backup so i just had rice with bacon Uh, i do have um of uh, i do have scones with me um but I, i only have enough for one day so i had to ration it for the breakfast for the following day that was supposed to be my breakfast on sunday but i'll get that i'll get i'll get that soon i'll, I'll get i'll get to the sunday breakfast soon um so that was my um my my uh my breakfast for lunch i ended up having uh a burger because i had uh, i bought uh, angus burgers so i had burgers for 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 lunch so nothing fancy Um, for dinner, I had pork belly. Yes, pork belly. Pork belly is great on a fire. You just pop it in, the, uh, in a, on your barbecue, a little salt and pepper. You're good to go. In this case, I got the pre-marinated one, and my goodness, it is incredibly sweet. The marinade that I had in the, in, in the pork belly was too sweet for my liking, so that was not. It was not my favorite. It was definitely not my favorite, so I was a little disappointed in that one too. And my compliment for um, for uh, for uh, <laughs> for dinner that night again because I don't have my vegetables, I forgot about me. I had rice again, so you can see the theme here. There's a lot of rice because I forgot to bring it with me. I forgot to bring the rest of my meals with me. So that was um, that was uh, that was Saturday night. And for snackage throughout the day, it's just simple chips. I'm a, a simple chip kind of guy, so I don't go that fancy. Uh, I think for the next trip, I'm going to try something different um, because um, uh, just try something different, I think, uh, for snacky-wise. Uh, but for the uh, for breakfast the next day on Sunday, I had nothing. Okay? I had nothing. This will go into my uh, my third section of this conversation I'm having with you guys regarding lessons learned. Keep an eye on the weather. The reason why I'm saying that is like I am obsessed with weather, especially if I'm going to be outdoors for long periods of time. Uh, I got this obsession because when I was riding motorcycles, I usually check my weather my weather report before I leave, day before I leave, or during the day itself. So I'm going to make sure that. Um, Address appropriately, or, or, or be prepared for all types of weather. So, I was checking weather uh, Friday uh, during the day on Saturday, and then I noticed that it's supposed to rain Sunday. Sunday more Sunday. It was far enough that the su- the rain supposed to start Sunday afternoon, so I was fine. So I was planning to have a good breakfast. Supposed I was thinking about having noodles for breakfast. Yeah, it's in noodles for breakfast with bacon. That was my thing because again. And 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 the scones that I had, and uh, just to fill up because I was packing that day, I was pr- planning to carb up before I head out, right? But unfortunately, it's uh, I noticed it was raining, so I was preparing, ready to go. I was preparing, preparing uh, for the next day, and uh, <clears throat> by the time I went to bed on Saturday night, here's the kicker: the temporary uh, the the rain changed. Two Sunday morning. 
That was around 8 p.m. Saturday night that I found that it's going to rain Sunday morning. So, I was thinking, again, this is all about thinking, trying to figure out what to do. I was thinking about, you know what? If it's going to rain, it's going to rain. I can't do anything about it. Let's just suck it up and just go for it. So, my plan was to put a tarp up um, Saturday night so I can actually pack my tent properly uh, without worrying about the rain. <clears throat> so... So I knew from the weather report the rain's supposed to be coming at nine o'clock, uh, ten o'clock, ten a.m. So I was like, okay, cool. I'm just gonna wait. I'm just gonna wait, and uh, that's it. I'm just gonna wait. And uh, let's just say that uh, that let's just say that plan did not go well. By the time I I knew it was coming at nine, so I decided to pack all my gear saturday night so this means packing up the stove packing up the shelter packing up all my chairs just packing everything so by the time i went to bed saturday night everything was in the car ready to go the only thing that I left i have to finish off packing is the tent because i know it was going to rain at 10 o'clock in the morning around 10 o'clock i woke up on a sunday morning at 6 a.m 6 a.m. to get ready. So I woke up at 6 a.m., got everything, uh, went to the bathroom, freshen up, ready to go. I start dismantling my, my inside of my tent. And uh, I decided to check my uh, weather report. And they said it's 9 now. So it went to 9 o'clock. 10 o'clock, they went to bed 9 o'clock in the morning. That's supposed to rain. So I was rushing, trying to get it out, tried to pack everything. So I got out from the park itself around 8.30 in the morning. And the weather was like cloudy. It was uh it was getting windy. It was just it was like it, it was uh, it was getting ready for a good rain dump. And uh, you know what? I'm ready to go. I don't need to pack anything. I'll just grab breakfast on my way home. That was my deal. I didn't have coffee that morning. I didn't have breakfast. I have nothing because I packed everything in the car, right? So I drove out. I decided to drive around the, the, the park itself, uh, the camp, the campground itself, because I want to see what the other sites looks like so I can make a note for the next time I uh, go back there, right? <clears throat> so um, I drove around. I got to the exit and all that stuff. So I know the park itself has a has a beach area, and there was another another beach that's run by the city or the town in uh, downtown area. So I drove to the downtown area. It was a beautiful beach. It was beautiful. It was white sand beach. Everything was like very maintained. Uh, I know you don't have to pay for anything, but it's very very beautiful. And like I'm definitely gonna go back just for the beach alone. That's how nice it is. So uh, so I drove around there. So I left town just after 10 o'clock. And I knew it was going to rain because uh, I could see the clouds. So I was driving, driving, driving. And I noticed that the rain did not arrive. I, I literally got out of town around just after 10. And I was driving back, trying to get back to the highway. And no rain. Zero rain. The sun came out. Like it literally, the sun came out. And the temperature went up and zero rain came in. Zero rain. 
How frustrating is that? I rushed out from the campsite. I packed everything night before and the rain did not arrive. And I was planning to take my time to get back to Toronto because I want to I want to go to the beach. I want to go check it out. I want to like relax for a bit before I head back, right? You know, your typical day and um, typical camp day. And to be honest with you, I was very, very disappointed because of the rain. I was incredibly, incredibly disappointed. Reason why I was incredibly disappointed because, again, I was hoping to have a good breakfast in the morning. I was planning to take my time packing and heading out. Because of the uh, rain forecast that provided me by Environment Canada or the Weather Network, it did not arrive. It did not arrive. So I spent a good uh, about an hour, less than an hour, to pack all myself that night. Waking up incredibly early because it was supposed to rain. It did not rain. So I was very disappointed about that. I was incredibly disappointed. And uh, I was hoping, again, to stay longer. So the, for me, for my lessons learned for the next weather, is I'm actually going to bring my GPS, uh, my Garmin um, uh, GPS with me because it actually has a baromic, uh, uh, baromic uh, meter in it so I can know if there's a pressure coming in, so a better pressure, so I know if it's uh, raining or not. I'm actually also considering uh, buying a um, portable or a small uh, weather station. The reason why I'm looking at that, <clears throat> getting one of those, is uh, uh, like I mentioned before, uh, my tent has a tendency to keep warmth in. So my, my so my temperature inside my tent versus what's actually outside the tent is actually just a good the temperature change, temperature difference. So <clears throat> it would be nice to know what's inside my tent versus what's outside. So I can get one from Canadian Tire pretty um, pretty reasonable. So I'm looking that for my next camping trip. So. Uh, so I can actually gauge if there's actually a storm coming. Um, but uh, yeah, so that was the biggest issue that I had. And uh, the last issue that I had on this trip is my equipment, my podcasting equipment. So typically I use a, um, a portable recorder to record everything happening in the, uh, the campsite, what I'm doing and all that good stuff. So <clears throat> But unfortunately, not unfortunately, but in this trip, I decided to experiment with a GoPro because I want to see if I can do a visual um, podcast, like a video podcast instead of like an audio podcast to see the setup and all that good stuff. So I was 100% relying on my GoPro. And unfortunately, I was getting a lot of overheating issues with my camera, with my GoPro. So, <clears throat> so halfway Saturday morning... Or Saturday afternoon, the uh, my GoPro just literally overheated and it it just turned turned off. It took a while to shut off, uh, to cool down. So I ended up switching back into the regular um, uh, audio recording. But unfortunately, the uh, I was getting um, I decided to use the wireless lavalier that I have for the recorder. And unfortunately, if you guys don't know what RF interference is, R, uh, I start getting RF interference. So if you guys don't know what it is, it's just uh, uh, pretend your cell phone, remember your cell phone's RF. It's like radio frequency. If you put that into, let's say, into a speaker or or anything like that, you start hearing that like, it's almost like a um, like a static, a digital static. That's called RF interference. I was getting, I was getting that on my recorder when I was using it. So all the... Uh, <clears throat> All the recording that I did were gone, like non-usable recording. So I was a little disappointed with that one. So I was like disappointed. 
I went home, re-record my my final thoughts of the camping trip. So this camping trip was great. When the same time technology failed me, the weather failed me. I forgot my food at home. Uh, at home, and on top of that, too, I forgot my coffee mug at home as well. So I had to buy a new coffee mug just dedicated for camping. Now I got it for like a dollar fifty or something, something cheap, but it's good enough for camping. Um, yeah, so I was very disappointed on, t- on all that. And on top of that, too, there's a third thing I was very disappointed on is my coffee. I was using the three-in-one coffee mix from uh, that you can get. That's the instant one. And to be honest with you, I was, I can't do it. I was like telling myself this is instant, so I was very disappointed. So the next camping trip, I am definitely bringing in my drip coffee. I know it's not roughing it, but uh, like I always tell people that what's the point of roughing it if you're going to be miserable? So might as well bring all the creature comfort at home when you're camping. If they're, if it's little tiny things like that, like a drip coffee, don't let people judge you. Just have your drip coffee. At least you'll be a lot happier. That's all I can say. So I'm planning to bring my drip coffee for my next camping trip because I want good coffee. And I had a filet mignon. Um, don't judge me because it was good dinner. So <laughs> I'm just saying that uh, uh, that uh, I'm very uh, I need I need some type of cre- uh, creature comfort uh, when I go camping. So I'm planning to bring my drip coffee for next time and uh, and expand my uh, meals with me so so I can uh, you know live in luxury while camping, right? Um, I also want to um, uh, I also want to give you guys as well uh, uh, a let you guys know as well too that uh, if you are if you are planning to go camping for the first time yeah this is a serious note if you're planning to go camping for the first time don't think that you have to rough it especially if you're going to a provincial campsite or a private campsite there's amenities there it does not mean that you have to rough it right you can eat whatever you want. You can eat big breakfast, little breakfast. If you want to try freeze-dried food, you're welcome to. If you want to bring steaks to uh, to your campsite, you're welcome to. If you want popcorn, have popcorn. There's a lot of um, people out there right now are camping because they just want to be part. They just want to escape, but at the same time, they don't want to leave their creature comforts at home. For me, I camp because I want to camp because I love camping. But at the same time, I am accustomed to certain things that I don't want to leave home without. And that includes good coffee and good food. I can live with not having, um, if I lose, like, battery power. I don't care about any of that. If I have my creature comfort, like, good food and uh, good coffee, I'll be fine right some of you guys probably have the same thing that i do but it doesn't have to be coffee or it doesn't have to be anything like that but bring something that will make you relax even more that you can live it out and and have it you don't have to rough it if you want to rough it go for it too but at the end of the day if you're looking for a bathroom like a like an indoor plumbing and trying to roughing it that's not roughing it so for me my creature comfort is a running toilet coffee and good food for the next camping trip i'm gonna go to i'm definitely gonna have all those three and i'll be the most happiest person but at the same time 
being part of nature. So yeah, and I just want to say thank you very much, and uh, we'll uh, we'll uh, chat again next time here at Camping with Lenny. Thank you.